Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson. With you, as always, your other host, Taylor Wells, and our producer, Aaron. What you know? What? Why don't you? Why don't you unmute yourself real quick and, and say hi to everybody? Hey, how's it going? Nice to nice to be audible and not not just chirping you guys in the chat. That's right. That's right. Uh, Taylor, you you have brought Aaron to the show. Um, first off, what was it that attracted him? to 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 uh be with us in this great thing that we have it's just his cute little face that's right Uh, you know nothing nothing about his actual hockey knowledge he doesn't know (laughs) squat um you know nothing about the fact that he's he's actually a cool dude like you know that stuff doesn't matter it's just about looks it's sex appeal yeah okay all right i mean someone's got to bring it you got taylor's mustache (laughs) like really dragging down (laughs) the average here so oh it's finally gotten brought up on the show we've been waiting Mm. a while uh, to, I think it was almost pissing him off more that it wasn't getting brought up. Yeah, it, it, honestly, yeah, I was. I, I walk into I walk into any room and I just stroke it and hope for the best. You know, he's just sitting there like every episode. Just mm, mm-hmm. need to get need to get yeah, that like cool. beard stuff, or you can just twist him. Like Hell that. yeah, dude! The fucking the Forsberg, Philip Forsberg's got a nice little curl at the end of his. So love that. Yeah, he yeah. looks like he, Philip Forsberg look like looks like he ties people to railroad tracks. Like he's yeah, got that like, like old western <laughs> damsel yeah. in distress shit. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he looks like a dastardly Dan type, you know. Yes, Ooh, I like that. Love that. All right, uh, episode one thirty six. Everybody, uh, recording on a Thursday night. Um, couple couple quick housekeeping things first. We need to shout out the Hub Tavern out in Spokane, Washington. Folks, the Hub Tavern is the premier hockey bar in Spokane on Monroe, part of the Anchor Alliance. That means they are officially affiliated with the Seattle Kraken. Jump on in there. Go say hi to Dave and Mona. Have a beer. It's cash only, so make sure that you bring that. But it also helps them keep the prices down. And the beer is cold as your ex's heart. So mm, pretty, pretty fucking cold. cold. That is super cold. There is. Uh, gotta love the folks at the Hub Tavern. I need to make it out there. I got a new job, so I haven't been as close. But uh, I actually, you know what? I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a vow right now. I'm gonna make it into the Hub this weekend. There you go. Also need to shout out uh, my uh, uh, Manoray Cafe. Manoray Cafe is your the the best karaoke bar. Now, there's a lot of karaoke options. Okay, every every dive has got karaoke. This place is built for karaoke, folks. So go on in to Manoray Cafe in downtown Spokane. Say hi to Jeff. He's, he's there. Uh, you know, buy him a beer from his own place because he's a Penguins fan. And he's 
really struggling with that right now. It's not a good time to be a Pens fan. Um, <laughs> if you bought him a, somebody walked up to him with a shot, be like, "Hey, man, you know Crosby was good." It's so sorry. He'd probably throw him out, honestly. Yeah, we, this is this is for Gensel. This is for Gensel. Poor I would love to. Floor. That's that's right. We should probably talk about where he's going to go. Um, and also, folks, Monterey Cafe, some of the best pizza you can find. Uh, great stuff. Buy the slice. Hard to find that, especially on this side of the country. Uh, so jump, go on in, visit the folks over at Monterey. Say hi to the staff. They're all a bunch of beauties. Uh, also, we need to give a shout out to John Miller, Fire Chief John Miller, longtime listener, longtime supporter of the show. Uh, once again, uh, reminder, everybody, to change out the batteries in your smoke detectors. Uh, so you don't burn to death. It's as simple <laughs> as that, folks. It's, yeah, I, I don't. There's not really much else to that. Um, I, I could say also, so you're not annoying, you know, like what, so you don't have that annoying chirp, uh, chirp that will yeah. slowly drive you mad if you don't do it. But uh, at the at, you know, the real reason is to not burn to death um, and also kind of going uh, with that. Uh, don't own any space heaters uh in fact if you see a space heater at like your buddy's house or something just do them a favor save their lives and throw it in the street i will do that <laughs> the next space heater i see is getting chucked into the middle of a, a residential neighborhood that's right we should ooh, we could do like a special charity gig where like everybody pays money to take a baseball like uh like an office space scene where we just walk out into the field and go. beat the shit out of a fucking I space like heater I, I think like John, be... Johnny Boy would definitely be uh, definitely be into that. So I think so. All right, we'll be teaming up with uh, Shoshone County Fire District One uh, to host a, a charity uh, charity event where you just we go out there and we just take baseball bats and hockey sticks to Space Eater. Love it. I love it. That's we're we're making we're really we got a lot of good money making ideas on this show. Um, and of course, folks, we are part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Jump on over to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com and check out all the the multitude of hockey content that they have on there. Everything from, you know, pretty much every team has a show on there now. So if you're interested in a specific team or if you're just looking for some general hockey talk or, you know, it's some maybe some laughs while you jump onto this show. Uh, there's there's something for everybody. In fact, I, I really need to start listening to Terry Ryan's episode because that guy just, you know, I, I don't know him, but, you know, like. You look at somebody like, you know, like on social media or something, you're like, I bet that guy's a fucking beauty. This is an absolute great guy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we do know him, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we're buddies. Yes, bye. Yes, bye. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just waiting for THPN to have a little uh, wink, wink, THPN, have a little get together, you know, have a little a little podcast host meet up in like vegas or something if we, I mean, that if we would be sweet vegas, you know but that'd uh, be sweet once yeah, once man. kyle and them hey kyle hey kyle this is a hint uh yeah start start picking a central spot unless it's like topeka kansas then i i'll probably miss that but hey man you know they got stuff to do there it's just, uh, it just might not be what you and i are used to doing fair yeah we could throw stalks of corn at each other perhaps yeah, um, yeah. Shouldn't be talking shit about it. Uh, nowadays, there's, there's. It seems like any any city over three hundred thousand people is rumored to have an NHL team here in the next like six months. So, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, Salt um, Lake, baby. <laughs> hell yeah, Salt Lake is gonna. Oh man, I don't. We've already talked about it a little bit, but we'll get into it again. Um, in any case, yeah, that was awesome, and uh, this is perfect time opportunity. Uh, if you guys are listening, if you if you learned about us from the live stream that we did for the All Star Game. 
Um, first off, welcome to the show. Uh, happy to have you here. And second off, thanks for listening to us. That was an absolute blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we met some good people. It's just fun to, you know, it's just like we're all sitting down watching the game at the at the bar. That's what we're doing, you know, yep. so yeah, we'll, we'll be doing plenty more of those hoping to do one a week, you know, probably closer to once every every week or something like that. But we'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep everyone posted of when we're doing those. Uh, come on out. You know, we're, we're not we're not going to hide our beers. So, right. Yeah, uh, no, that's, you know, just that's just feel free to feel definitely free to not going to be booze, shy about so. that. Yeah, um, I think we're actually, uh, you know, don't don't count on this. We'll make an official announcement on Twitter, but it sounds like we might be doing the uh, the stadium series game with the Rangers and the Islanders. Oh, um, we could sign that, oh, just shit on those jerseys all day, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, I mean, I will be rooting for the Islanders, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be poking fun at those jerseys the whole fucking time. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely not good. Those are Aaron's but, favorite, though. You think so? Yeah, yeah the the. The New York Oilers, you know, that's yeah. they literally do look like I, they, they look. I mean, they, that's my problem with them is they look like Oilers jerseys. Like if your jersey makes me think of a different team, like you messed up. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't fun, know what to tell you. Yeah, like, you fun fact, uh, my my father uh, for most of my life has been telling me that I'm partially colorblind. And I really didn't believe him because I can look at everything. and I'm like, yeah, that's green. That's blue. That's, you know, whatever. Um, when it comes to the Oilers jerseys. I, I I'm not kidding you. Up until probably like two years ago, I thought their colors were purple and orange. They are. No, they're blue. <laughs> are it's you fucking, sure? Did you I, Google that? The rest of the world has told me that they're blue. Uh, I thought okay. they were. I thought it was purple, orange, and white. I thought those were the Islanders colors to a T. And apparently, I was very wrong. Yeah, you said Oilers earlier, but you meant Islanders. Oh, Islanders. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. I mean, their fishermen ones are like there's there's some pretty deep blues in there, but okay, no, yeah, no, but pre- like like their blue. main jerseys, like their current ones with that are that are primarily blue. I thought they were dark purple. Welcome to the world, baby. That's I I got I got to get those glasses that like let me see colors, and I'll Hell have a rea- yeah. I'll have a reaction video that we can post on TikTok where I get real go. emotional about it. Like right, <laughs> oh my god, is that what purple looks like? Something like that. Okay. I, I feel like now it's going to be scripted because you did that, but you think fine. so? Yeah, you definitely just ruined it. Well, considering that TikTok would... is not scripted at all, right? Oh, it's just no, completely not... genuine. So absolutely, all of that is candid and uh, spontaneous. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of candid and spontaneous, yeah. What happened at the All Star Game, Chance? Well. I think a lot of things happened at the all-star game and also, and sure. also nothing happened, you know, like at, at the <laughs> end of the day, it was a lot of effort that kind of led to nothing. You know, it, it's, it's like when you say it does a ham, when a hamster runs on a wheel, is it doing something like, yeah, technically, but it, I don't think it's really achieving anything. Um, and with the announcement that it's going to go away for a couple years. And then as, as Aaron pointed out before uh, the mics went hot, uh, they'll bring it back, I think as, as an ode to the Olympics, um, hate all of that by the way uh sounds like uh i don't it it's hard to put into words how much how little i cared about the all-star game um games plural because we we, we, taylor and i we, we did have a lot of fun on the stream we and and with the people that were jumping on made it fun like i i felt like that was a good time uh that being said uh it was very clear that once again, no one was taking it seriously. It was very clear that it was 
Well, that's being, not true. Uh, real, oh, well, other than McDavid getting a million dollars. Well, yeah, yeah. In, in the event that he designed, he's like, hey, hey, th- how about for this year we do just skill comps? We don't do like weird flinging puck things or anything like that. We just do like the measure of how good you are as a hockey player. And then Gary Bettman's like, okay. And he's like, okay, and how about the winner gets a million dollars? And Gary's like, all right, I mean, that's a lot of money, but fine, whatever. And then Connor, like, walked away from that going like, <laughs> little does he know, I am the greatest player in the world. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I would've, it would it would have been fun. Like, you know, the speed one is fun. You know, it's fun to see how damn fast those Love guys that. are. Hardest shot's a good one, right? But I want to see, I want to see a couple other events. I want to see, like, a, just a pure bag skate put in there. You know, just bag them. See how long they can go. Yeah, dude. God damn, that would be great. Um, I like that. I I, I think overall, it wasn't the worst all-star experience that like we've had. Like you and I somehow religiously always watched the skills comp in all-star games because we were in McCall for so many years. Um, And it was just like always on TV when we were back from our games. Um, So for some reason, we have a weird like comparison of over the years of this and it, it wasn't my least favorite um it certainly wasn't i don't know i i feel like for the first time everybody was kind of like relaxed about it and just kind of embraced the ridiculousness of it instead of pretending that it's a serious event like right for years we are we are you know it's pounded into even though we know it's not the narrative is that this is a serious you know, gathering of talent, a true test of like who the best is, who's the got the hardest shot, who's got, you know, this is a true best on best contest. We all know that's not the case, but it's been marketed as such. I feel like this is the first year that they just embraced like, whatever, we're here to have fun. You know, like this is a ridiculous event. We're not even doing it next year. And that's okay. Yeah. No, I like it. It did seem like the guys were trying harder this year, right? Like than years past because even like some of the like people were actually taking like you know i saw matthews taking like one timers in the games whereas before they were just trying to pass the puck in the net so like right it did seem like even on the player side and maybe that was just a result of it being in toronto and or whatever the reason is right but like it did seem like there were people that were actually putting in some form of effort yeah i i mean yeah there was there was definitely a little bit of effort that was put into it i think i i mean there was you know, there was there was still their fair share of breakaways where the guys just basically cherry picking, right? So oh, I mean, you know, there was a, there was, there there was was a whole, whole at least once a game there was an entire sequence where it was just two on ones over, you know, like just stretch passes going back and forth, like it, right? Know. Which is three on three though, too, right? Sure. I mean, that's the way you draw it up. So sure, yeah, I we were we were cracking up on the live stream. Just the, yeah, the skills comp was kind of McDavid's thing. McKinnon was trying. So way too hard. He was so oh, he was going hard. ham in those. So oh, yeah, we were, we were calling him try hard. But uh, yeah, overall, yeah, like the celebrity stuff, right? The celebrity captains and shit like that. I would have, I would have loved for them to even lean oh. into those even more. So dude, yeah, I think I, it was, I think it was great. As far as I'm concerned, the the Matthews team won the All Star games, and I, I think he probably he won All Star weekend, and Cole Sillinger lost all-star sure did like if there are if there's a list of winners and losers uh cole sillinger is definitely on that list of losers because uh, tate mccray is just i I mean the nfl can have taylor swift we got we got her (laughs) 
And I and I will fangirl. I don't. I haven't listened to a single song of hers, but you know what? I'm yes, a fan. Have. I couldn't yeah. name one. The NHL. I did appreciate that the NHL after the the All Star Weekend put out their winners and losers lists. So. Oh really? Yeah. You know, yeah. No. no. <laughs> was the winners yeah. us and and yeah. everyone? Right. Yeah. Like everybody. Like fans. Yay. Everybody who got to um, board see... ads were also a winner. Right. <laughs> Everybody who got to see uh, Tate's, I don't know. I don't want to say halftime show because that's technically not correct, but you know, mid mid game performance. Sure. Yeah. With the, uh, yeah, with the, either the ref pants, you know, depending on who you are, it's the ref pants or the track suit, you know, the hockey, track yeah, the, suit. the, the joggers yeah, those or whatever. Were, those were nice. That was, that was yeah, nice. Just really not, good and... to see her doing well. Yes, uh, in, in the words well-being. in the words of of Heater, uh, a a spectacular front porch. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that to her face, but it's definitely well. No, but let's true. let's be honest here. Uh, her entire every uh, everything from her waist down was very much like you couldn't qu- cover it more if you were a nun. Uh, mm. But everything uh, midriff above was uh, very much uh, open for everybody to see. So um, yeah. I think Tate's going to be okay with the comment. Well, heat rises, right? Heat indeed does rise. No, it's very true. It's, and it, yeah, you know that science. that arena is that arena is a heated arena. So sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it better be. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Cold hearts of the Leaf fans, man. I'm surprised Heater didn't die on the All Star break. That guy's fucking. He lives. He, he lives a life. on a heater, man. He <laughs> yeah. certainly does. Um, yeah. So I. I mean. So I liked. I, I wish they leaned a little more into the celebrities. You know, we we talked in the live stream uh, it, in our last episode. We mentioned. You know, Buble came out and already kind of made light of everything and kind of relaxed everybody with his mushrooms. Um, but then after that, you know, like Love I. It. I wish there was more from. You know, I, I didn't hear anything from Will Arnett. Like, I was expecting him to be really funny and, like, do something cool and that kind of thing. And I don't I, – I can't even think of, like – he. I know he did. I remember seeing him do a interview, but I don't remember what he said. The only thing I saw from him was someone asked him who his favorite Batman was, and he gave, like, the – the PR answer that you would expect. Oh, like, I really, I really didn't see much, really didn't see much from him on, on Twitter or online. Like don't bring, this is, this is a very few times in the NHL. Do we have an event where we are allowed to make light of it? Like more often than not. And we take pride in it. Like we're, we like the sanctity of our game, like where it's fair and it's even, and we're not fucking with it. We're not constantly. Well, we'd like to think that we're not constantly fucking with the rules, but we are, but um, like more often than not, it's a fair playing field and everybody's like, it's, it's the toughest sport in the world with the highest competitive level. We love all that. This is one of the few events every year that we actually can make light of things. And if you're going to invite out four celebrity captains, like don't just bring them out and then like have them stand there on the bench, like have them fucking do something. Yeah. Or bring out people that are going to have a personality, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's just, Tap it felt like a missed something. opportunity to me for something that is supposed to be less of a sporting event and more of a, an entertainment product, you know, like wrestling. I, yeah. I mean, we, we had, we had some fun things that came out of it. Right. I mean, I think, I think there were some good comments, right? Like the, the pasta comments, I think listening to Kucherov after the skill, like basically trying to kind of, you know, reel back from the skills comp. Uh, yeah. Bullshit, but yeah, I mean, there was there was some good stuff that came out of it. I mean, I, I, you know, like you were saying, we watch as much as we kind of talk shit about it every year. 
we do we do usually tune in and this is one of the better ones still right so i mean if you know if they were to continue doing this which that's in on the fence right so uh if they were to continue doing this i think this is this is I mean, it's a good start but that's right. i think it it might be dead for all we know so as we as we talk about it you know the the what it's going to you know cocoon out and evolve into is this four nations tournament um mm-hmm. that was kind of announced i think we touched on it a little bit but um I, I I like this. I I'm more of a I'm more of kind of an old guy that still remembers the North the Team North America versus Team World days. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I think that would be more entertaining than the Four Nations one, especially nowadays. Back in the day, you know, most of the talent in the hockey world was North America could easily just overwhelm Team World. Nowadays, I don't know. I feel like you know you put you could put together a solid squad of Swedes, Finns, Czechs. Germans, Russians, like could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think you know, the, the four teams get you fifty more guys. Sure. Right. And that's I think that's probably what they're looking that's, at. Whereas you, you can't know, I, yeah, you can't field a team with Team France when you'd have three players, you know. Um, so I, I get it. I understand why they're doing it uh that way. So it's uh, yeah. and, and those who are just hearing about it this for the first time, um, this will replace the all-star game next year. Four team I it, I don't know if it's a round robin tournament, but it's definitely a tournament between the two or between uh, US, Canada, Finland, and Sweden. Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious about what the tone is going to be. Like, do you think they go, do you think they're doing this, like they're moving away from this to make it a serious thing again where they take it seriously or is this going to be like a fun thing? Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. I, I think, you know, it's it's definitely not going to be fun. I it's going to okay. be you know the, <laughs> it, it, like not not like it'll be. I mean, I think it'll be good for the fans, but I think for the players, right? I think they're they they look at representing their country as almost as important as playing for their NHL yeah. team, right? So I, I, I yeah, I don't know if we're gonna see as much you know <laughs> uh, just looping in the fucking neutral right. zone and 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 uh, cherry picking and that kind of shit. I like I don't think we're gonna see that kind of stuff. Whereas we we do with the All Star game, but sure, uh, yeah. I mean, I, we'll see, right? I mean, gotta try something. It's very similar. I think you and I talked about it on the live stream. Very similar to the NBA in game tournament, right? I mean, it's kind of yeah. you know, it's it can can potentially evolve to that, but um, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, it's, and. And it is a it's a round robin with a one game playoff or one game final. So oh, you'll okay. you'll play oh, the other hmm. three teams' best points by like regulation that. wins, and then top two teams play in a one game winner take all. Isn't like it a that. three two one zero point system? Correct. Yep. Interesting. Oh damn! Zero for that loss, huh? You're going straight to consolation with a loss. That yeah, would be zero points for a loss in regulation, and then they have three on three overtime is the format as well. I like that. Well, and it's and that's maybe them, you know, testing the waters of finally switching up the format. I think enough people have complained that we just don't want shootouts anymore. Um, I know the players are sick of them. And as a fan, I, I don't honestly like as a fan, I get really disappointed when I when like I hope games end shoot end in overtime because I, I just don't want to watch a shootout. It it takes all the fun out of it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, three out three overtime gets the job done. Make it 10 minutes. We've talked about it before. You know, there, there's there are plenty of solutions to getting rid of the shootout. You know, if especially if you went if you went like, you know, 20 minute three on three, like 
no game is going to a second overtime. Yeah. Like every yeah. game you give them 20 minutes at three on three, someone's going to score. So I don't know what, maybe they're, maybe they're heading in that direction, especially with the point system. Um, you know, even, did you see that Crosby even, uh, you know, they got him, he was actually pretty candid and he gave the, he gave a, an old guy take of, you know, we need to, we need to go back to the one eight system. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. What do you I think about Frank, that? Frank Cervelli was probably pissed about that, but um, probably. Yeah, you and I have talked about that. I, I, I think that's what a good amount of people would probably prefer, right? Because it, it does, it does give you that benefit of, you know, you can't, you can't be in the shitty division and just kind of squeak in, mm-hmm. right? And, and and take that third spot. Whereas you know the wild card teams might have more points than you. Doesn't have doesn't happen that often, but I mean, you know, in that regard, right? You know, should that team be playing, you know, second in say the Pacific? rather than realistically either not making it or playing, you know, playing the Vancouver's playing the, you know, those top teams. Right. So yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think he's right, but I don't know if it'll ever change. I hope so. I mean, anytime that Gary Bettman has his stamp of approval on something or his fingerprints on it, it, it very much takes a lot to make that change. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Arizona. I mean, this, any other team, there you go. There's the Yotes. Um, any other team that would have these types of struggles and problems would be, would, would have been gone years ago. But since right. the Yotes were, you know, Gary Bettman's brainchild, uh, he's going to do everything he can to make sure that it doesn't, it doesn't look like he had a misstep. So, um, and in this particular case, the wild card is definitely his brainchild. Uh, they wanted to stress they, they wanted to get more divisional rivalries going, which mm. I and un- which I understand. I get that. Um, so I, I'm, it's not that I'm opposed to creating divisional rivalries, but I don't think the current system is how to do it. Like, if you want to do that, then just take the top three teams in every division or top yeah. four teams in every division, like every four teams in every division, top four teams in every division, make the playoffs. You play it. You play out many tournaments in your divisions, and then the winners of the two divisions play each other. Winner that goes to Stanley Cup. Simple. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate that idea either. I mean, yeah. I you can you can have a rivalry because someone, you know, trips Crosby on a fucking breakaway, and and it's just blows up over media and over the team between the teams, right? You, you know. And it can be it could be the penguins and and the fucking ducks for all we know, right? right? You know what I mean? Like you can you can create those rivalries just organically. You know, I don't I don't know if we need to be forcing that stuff. So, yeah, I I, I think a one through eight. I think if yeah, if you, if you want to keep it, you, you know, highest odds of rivalries, I'll give them that. You know, then yeah, you do a you know four from four from each or something, right? And you have that in in game competition. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. So who knows? We'll see what goes, but it it does seem like this is the first time in a while that the NHL is open to things, right? Sure. Um, Sure. Speaking, speaking of being open to things, uh, it seems like over the last four days, um, it's been the talk of the hockey world is what's going to happen to the Yotes. And not only that, but it's been, you know, it's, it's on one, on one end, it's, you know, the Yotes can't get an arena. They're not doing so well. Fuck the ownership, blah, 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 blah. And then on the other hand, you've got, you're getting fucked by 
all of the expansion talk. You know, you've got Salt Lake City obviously coordinating, coming out saying like we want a team, we're pushing for expansion, we'll buy the Yotes, whatever it may be. And then Gary Bettman, you know, without without bashing the Yotes, he also is like, yeah, we're getting lots of offers for expansion. And, you know, he name drops some places that we've already heard of, Houston and Atlanta. I mean, it seems like Atlanta is going to be a for sure thing. Um, but you've got, you know, Cincinnati, I think uh, was one. Uh, Omaha he threw out, which was completely off everybody's radar. Yeah, that's a um, one. yeah, what do you, I mean, to you, what is a good number to rest or is there a number to rest on like is 32 like we're at what 32 teams right now yes yeah oh what's yeah what's what's a good i mean is 40 too many too much is it you know not enough you know is there is there a ceiling as long as the market makes sense what what are your thoughts i i just like basket basketball to me if you've ever seen the movie basketball right that's that's what that's what the league becomes if you go past 32, okay. right? Because you're going to have these these bottom eight teams, essentially. Uh, you know, if we get to 40, you're going to have these bottom eight teams every year. The conversation is going to come up. Where the fuck are they going to move, right? They move, you know, what, what do they say? They move from, from L.A. to Las Vegas and then back to L.A. and then back to Las Vegas, right? It's just, you know. So uh, to me, I, I think 32 is perfect. It's divisible by eight. That's what we've been doing. Right. You know, it's just it's just it works. Right. Uh You don't get you don't get too far. You don't have to do any sort of system like the NFL has, you know, where they have first round buys. Uh, Baseball does it as well. Right. You know, I I just like 32 is money. Why are we why are we trying to fuck with this? Where, you know, are are we going to move eight AHL teams up every year and then the bottom eight go down to the eight. Like we're just asking for fucking insanity. Hey, hey that's a fun, so that's a fun I, idea. Yeah. It's just, it's just football, right? I mean, it's just fucking soccer. So, all right. Yeah. Last, I, I, last place team in the NHL has to go to the AHL and the winner of the Calder cup gets to come up for a year. Yeah. They do it. They do it over in Europe, man. They do it for in soccer. So that's I mean, kind of fun. I don't hate that idea. Yeah. They won't so, do that. I, I mean, they won't do that, but I mean, yeah, it just you're just opening the door for absolute craziness. But I, like we've always said, it's just it's all about money and getting to forty teams. Technically, could bring in more revenue, right? For all for all we know, right? If yeah. someone smarter than us has ran the numbers. I just it's it's not for me. I think thirty two is the way to go. But sure, yeah, I, I I can see that, and and to to a degree, like I I would. I just want every team to have a successful fan base. I hate seeing, you know, back in the right now, Mullet Arena is full because it's a 2000 seat arena. But, you know, I hate the old days of like we, we would pan into a Coyotes game in the Shane Doan era and there's like five fans there. Um, you know, Florida before they got good, like those games were hilarious. You know, they were ducks. just the butt, they were the butt end of every joke. Well, the Ducks right now, but, yeah. you know, um, like, I don't like when franchises suffer because it hurts the game and it makes the game overall look like it's not popular. Um, so I, the, the optics are bad on that kind of thing. So I, I, I just, I'm not necessarily against expansion um, as long as the markets are right and it doesn't fuck with the playoff format, which again, like not to dig that back up again, but like, I, I'm not, I don't hate, but I don't love the current playoff format. 
Um, it, it's not mm. the best. It's not the worst. Um, it definitely could be approved upon. And maybe if they bring more teams in, uh, that helps because the, the wild card system was implemented when we went to 31 teams and it had, they had to find a way to offset the odds, like the odd numbered to make it more fair. Um, we're, but we're 32 now. So there's no reason to have a wild card system anymore in, in my personal opinion. So, um, I, you know, the names that he threw out, like Atlanta seems like it's a done deal. Uh, Salt Lake City, uh, I don't know much about it, man. I don't know if there's a hockey following there. I know that they love, I know they love their jazz, um, but yeah. we'll see if there's enough hockey fans there to actually support that. Um, you know, Omaha, I don't, fuck, I, I think be. Omaha would be a disaster, honestly. Yeah. I, it's fun to see a team, but I think that would be a disaster. And, and But I do think Cincinnati would work. Yeah, so yeah. Omaha, like you know, they have a college hockey team, and they 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 do have a good following. Like they'll fill that building up, but that building seats eight thousand people, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, there there are hockey fans in Omaha, sure, but like you run into the same problem, right? Of like, are there enough of them? Right, right. And, and how much of the good. conversation do you guys think is related to Marty Walsh, like stepping in and? his comments over the weekend were very strong and it sounds like it seems like the PA is really done with mullet arena. Like how much of that do you guys think is in there versus, you know, the league just wants that billion dollar franchise fee. I mean, this being, being down there, having been, you know, essentially ground level with the coyotes, it's past time, dude. Like this shit needs to get resolved. It needs to be, they need to have something going on at least by the end of this season or, or, or just move them. Right. We're just dragging our feet. Uh, mullet is, is uh, from what I've heard is awesome. Right. I've got, you know, I've got friends down there that have been to, to multiple games and say it's, it's fucking great, but they're sharing a, it's, it's not 2000, but there's, you know, they're, they're sharing a very small rink. Whereas, you know, we're requiring other teams around the league to carry, I think, I think the next lowest is Winnipeg at like, what, 11,000, right? So, you know, it's just, they, they can't, they, they can't just keep doing that. I think, you know, they need to, if they do get some land down there, like they've been talking about, they need to have a very nice escalated plan that gets that rink in there within the next three years, which is almost fucking Not going to happen. There's no so, way. Yeah, it's just I I mean I think I think at this point, you know, yeah, seeing Walsh, seeing Marty be like, dude, you, we got to get this shit going, you know. I think that's that's probably realistically it's, there's probably a good chance that that's the feeling even in the Coyotes organization, right? It's like, let's Jesus, we've tried everything, right? Uh so I I think I think you know, a, a miracle has to happen for them not to move at this point as much as I hate to admit it. I same boat, uh, copy and paste, basically. Um, I, I think that the Yotes are, they, they definitely have a strong following, uh, you know, especially when, when they are doing well, you can see that there, there are definitely Yotes fans. They do exist. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, it just seems like this team stumbles from one inept owner to the next, man. And yeah. I just, you know, how many times is the NHL going to step in and try to save the team? It's it's not the players' fault. And yeah, in regards to Marty Walsh, um, just in more of a general sense, I think this is the first time in a very long time that the NHLPA actually has some teeth and they're willing, wearing, willing to show them. Right. Uh, yeah, his, his comments were pretty blunt 
honestly. Right. And it's, it's definitely calling out, you know, he's not doing that. He's not firing that off the cuff. Like that's coming from the players, you know, like that's, I'm sure the players are very patient and they, and they certainly, you know, they're getting the best out of a bad situation, but fuck, I'm an NHL player. Why would I want to fucking, you know, why would I want to deal with this? And yeah. all it does is make it more harder and harder and harder to bring anything to there. Now it seems like the kite, you know, every once in a while, when, when Cerevelli comes out or, you know, uh, 31 thoughts comes out and says something, something bad. Uh, the, the coyotes PR machine jumps into gear and starts posting about how, you know, Oh, we're going to have a, we're, we're going to have a great, uh, we're going to have a great fucking, uh, announcement over the weekend or something like that, where we're going to, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, um, yeah, it's, I don't want to say it's time because I am rooting for the coyotes. I do want, I, I, I do want them to stay, but, Unfortunately, we're just their time might have already come. Yeah, I of of the cities they're talking about, I think for me, I think Salt Lake. You know, every time every time we would drive through there, driving up from Arizona up to uh, Southern Idaho, there's a lot of fucking people. There's a lot more people yep. than than you would yep. think. So, yep. and and I think the benefit that they have is it's the jazz ownership that is talking about this, right? There's yep. they, they already have a team. Uh, they technically have an arena, right? You know, they can they can you know potentially just mold that arena to work for a fucking hockey rink. We we you know we've seen that before in in a lot of different shit. So um, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think the Jazz Arena would have to be more temporary because it's if if they use that for hockey, they would be the the smallest barn in the league. So I, I think. Mm. It's still three times the size of mullet. So like in the short term, you're still getting more people sure. in. Plus it's like a new fan base. But I think longer term, and I think the ownership has said this, that, you know, long term, they'd have to probably get a new arena. But but know, they have they something that works. They yeah. Right, they, in the right. interim, they still have a professional facility, right? Like you're not playing exactly. second fiddle to Arizona State. Sure. Yeah. That's uh, it's. I, again, I, I love my, my stance will always be, I love the game of hockey. I want it to spread when you can put a professional hockey team in a city, the odds of the game growing in that area, it, it go up exponentially. So Definitely. in theory, I love that. Like I, I'm not, I'm not against expansion. I just want to do it right. And I don't want more Atlanta thrashers. I don't want more, you know, teams that just aren't going to don't do it just to do it. Um, but uh, here we are. You know, I, it. Yeah. I, looking at it, putting a positive spin on it, the fact that so many cities are interested in an NHL team is proof of the growth of the game, which I can get behind. Hundred percent. Cool. All right. Um, moving on, we've got. We need to talk just real quick. Uh, Bill Guerin has been named the GM of Team USA for 2025, the Four Nations Face Off, and the 2026 U.S. Olympics. Um, that's Taylor sick. thoughts, dude. I, you, this is such a position that I would love to have. What mm -hmm. a sick, like it, you know, there's, there's a little bit of pressure, right? It's you're, you're building out the team for the countries and there's a lot on your shoulders, but what a fucking sweet deal. Yep. Like, like yep. you just, you have the, the pick of the litter. You got the cream of the crop, man. Oh, it's literally, God. you're just stacking your fucking GM mode on NHL 24, dude. Like, you and I were talking about sick it. Of a position. You and I were talking about it, man. Like, I we were looking at just mock-ups of 
you know, the, the four team tournament and the Olympics for the team USA, man, it's a fucking stacked squad. Oh, this is a good little roster. Oh, like yeah. It's, yeah, we were, we were all getting into it. It was, it's, fuck, it was, I don't know if it has the firepower that team Canada does, but I would make an argument that it's better. Well-rounded two way. Yeah. Like a defensive yeah. game. That's what we were yeah. all kind of bringing up. Right. Like I think from a defense, even the forwards, but obviously the goaltending, we, we don't, we don't even need to get into no, the goaltending. The night and day. Like I like yeah. Canada doesn't even have like Canada won't even probably have like the third best goaltending in the Olympics. Like, <laughs> sure. probably, yes. like they're probably yeah. behind. They, they, right. They don't like, it's probably going to be like team USA has probably got the best goaltending and then probably Sweden, you know, um, sure. or there's a, there's, there's even like a, God, I, I miss the days of uh, Jonas Hiller just backstopping teams yeah. in Switzerland. Duckies. Um, yeah, that's right. But no, I mean, but they honestly could probably have the, the third or fourth best goaltending, which is just shows how much goaltending has fallen off in hockey Canada. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we do pluck. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been multiple articles. I, I wish I could remember some of the guys from the athletic, but uh just how you know goaltending has moved kind of to europe right to europe and then and then the u.s development program is just producing a lot of these good goalies and shit like that that come up Mm -hmm. through there so yeah i mean ncaa right like you know watching the bcbu games right who the fuck was fowler you know i i didn't know who fowler was and he stood on his head until this last game but right you know like it's just yeah it's crazy it's crazy the amount of how the tides have turned yeah well and it's gonna be i mean he is going to have the pick of the litter and uh have a good time i I, his his first first thing is probably to pick a coach right sure yeah it's gonna be dallas eakins or uh uh probably babcock huh no babcock's canadian babcock's canadian Canadian. i like where your head's at though yeah yeah go for the crazy one definitely all right um speaking of crazy things uh where i feel like i'm going insane uh, the stop me if you've heard this before, but uh, next year's Winter Classic will be at Wrigley Field. It's uh-huh. almost like Who's it's almost play? like we've it's almost like we've done this before. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and also the Chicago Blackhawks are getting it. Sorry, the the Connor Bedards are getting it. The Chicago the, Bedards. The Chicago Bedards will be taking on the St. Louis Blues. Um, this game is like i don't even have much to say on it like this is just a shameless 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 plug for connor like it the hawks have no right to be in this market like it it makes this was already becoming a joke like we've already like the winter classic has been becoming less and less relevant since it you know first began um now this is like the final straw like this is we're, we're literally doing this for Connor Bedard. I mean, to, to uh, yes. To another extent though, right? You, I mean, they got to be kind of cold, right? Like you know, so you got to you got to find them at the right what is that do longitude they, or latitude? Do they? Um, I don't know. I would wa- I would watch a Florida Tampa Winter Classic. Well, we had it. We had an outdoor game between LA and the Ducks. I got a fucking jersey in there. Yeah. So it can you be know? done. Like it can be done. It's it's probably expensive as fuck, and that's why they don't probably. do it. But you know, it can be done. Yeah, it's so yeah, Blackhawks are gonna go, they're gonna be officially one in six in their outdoor careers. Unless just they do some ridiculous free agent pickups this summer and they're good that's off. So fuck it's just it's just it's just mind blowing. 
I understand, right? Uh, he is, and he's, he, you know, they want him to be the face. They need a new, they, they, you know, they need a fresh new face, right? We'll just, we'll go. That's they, the new, bring in the new era, right? They already sucked all of the life from Zegris. Like, they literally, like, energy drained him like a fucking vampire. They're like, we're going to yeah, take right every, we're going to take every bit of star power and we're going to put you on everything. And then when we're done, we're just going to cast you out like a Tinder date. We're just gonna make up rumors that you're being traded. Um, there's cab, yeah. there's cab fare on the dresser. Don't let your foot, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I understand why they're doing it on a couple of different reasons, but at the same time, there's teams like we've talked about this before. There's teams that haven't done one, right? And you're gonna give Chicago their seventh one when they're garbage, right? There's St. Louis. There's, there's just, it's backwards dude it's so in terms backwards. of in terms of like earning the winter classic or whatever like there it makes no like their record in it is terrible that shouldn't matter but it is it's a good piece to bring up and then not to mention they're going to be dog shit like it's it's possible that they're going to be worse next year than they are this year shouldn't so i mean the teams that get the winter classic right if we even start talking about this they should be in a playoff spot the year prior mm-hmm. that then you know they can they can make that determination right so you know okay chicago is chicago in a playoff spot right now no okay it's not at fucking wrigley field right where else can we move it because there's 16 other you know 16 other teams that are in a playoff spot right now that probably we could find a spot for them to fucking play so i just gary just won't gary won't leave that up to chance though and that's the problem is like like you and i have talked about this before in like early, early early episodes where like we could how about this the defending stanley cup champion has earned the right to host the winter classic okay and then and then if the nhl wants to pick whoever plays them or whatever fine or maybe like it's a vote or something i I don't know not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and say that i have all the answers but wait real quick i want to clarify that real fast so you're saying vegas because they won last year 2023 yes would be able to be able to either host host. or pick okay yeah i don't hate that i mean there's no way in a season and a half essentially right that they're gonna just completely fucking fall off like we rarely see that right yeah sure but but and and that's like a perk of like winning it like and that would also that would also guarantee that the winter classic moves around and it's not you know the same you know eight teams over and over and over playing each other well, I mean, you know, the, what the early two thousands, it would have been fucking penguins. It would have been a Detroit and, and Pittsburgh, right. right? So, like, I mean, uh, Detroit's you know. Detroit's had two Winter Classics and a Stadium Series. So, yeah. I mean, that's not, but that's a that's a fine, like that's fine, you know, like and and those were yeah. during the times where, like, the two Winter Classics were Detroit's. Yeah, they were. They, they were fading out, but they were still like they still had Zetterberg. They still had Dotsuk. Like the 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 drain team was still technically there, and where you could argue that okay, this is a team that you know could earn it, kind of thing. Um, sure. The Stadium Series games do whatever. Like I I don't I literally don't give a fuck about those. Like th- those are those are random marketing gimmicks where you know the Winter Classic did so well. They're like oh let's make up an excuse to do five five more of these, and that's fine. Whatever, dude. I fucking eat those up, man. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever it's if go, i was yeah if they were doing stadium you know stadium series in like cities that don't have yeah. a team uh, that's sure. fucking sick like didn't they in, do in one it, what's the tahoe fact, one they did a lake tahoe one didn't they in fact give every team a state like 
every get every team every year plays the same. It's kind of like how the Cowboys and the Redskins would always play on like Thanksgiving or something like that. Like, sure. You know, like make it that Detroit and Chicago plays outdoors every year. And like every team in the NHL has their buddy, you know, Seattle and Vancouver always play out there. That, that's their stadium game or something like great. That's fine. Like that's a traditional game. I think that's fun. Like you, you could, you know, it's kind of like how the, the heritage classic is like, it's always, is it always the same teams or is it always just Canadian teams? It's only Canadian teams. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, and you know, how many times do we like every time we circle on the calendar, the battle of Alberta, you know, like, sure. and you can sit there and keep track of those stats. So I, I like that idea, but the winter classic has been marketed us to where like, I don't know, it feels like it should be something that's earned because it's the marquee event. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Well, if you want to get to Wrigley Field, Chance, let's yes. go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and pay some bills, huh? Okay, hit me with it. Looking for super offer for Super Bowl Fifty Eight? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can bet five bucks to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, you going to throw some money down this weekend or what? Uh, probably not. God, probably not. I don't, uh, game, dude. I don't, it's not, yeah, it's not my game uh, in, in both terms. Like, in terms of, like, me knowing football, it's not my game. And then in terms of, uh, uh, the teams like I don't even have like a loose wanting to you know I, I I guess if I have to pick one I'm gonna go with Kansas City but I don't like it so yeah we we do we do every year we do a uh, color of Gatorade so the win- oh. winning team always dumps dumps the Gatorade right so we always that's the that's the one we do we either in-house I think that, there's a couple apps that maybe even DraftKings has it but a couple apps will do it but it's green it's gonna be green you think it's green, huh? It's, it's never green. fucking green, dude. It's it's of the blue, purple, yellow, oh. orange category. Oh, then it's got to be red, right? Yeah, I mean, red's a pretty common one. The White. If you want to go frost, what's isn't it frost? It, if you refer to Gatorades by the the name and not the color, you you should be on a watch list. Like you got it. What what else am I gonna mix my vodka with, dude? I, I mean, it's Gatorade Blue. You don't need to. You don't you're need high. To... You're getting hydrated and dehydrated. It's glacier. Yeah, that's right. Good shit. Uh, All right. Um, speaking of things that are the basically completely random, uh, we had a suspension in the league. Sure did. Uh, Brandon Dillon has been uh, suspended for three games for his hit on Noel Achari, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you and I have I, we, we so let's let's we, we could probably pull this hit up honestly. Um, the NHL uh, player safety uh, fuckwads 
Is that, is that I think that's the official term. Yeah, um, that's their beer league team. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the fuckwads came out and said that this was a no no. Uh, they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't like that. Um, and uh, they're they're Dylan Dylan had to take a phone call, which as we all know for some arbitrary reason, if you have to if you have to if you talk to them over the phone, uh, it's less. It's five games or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where I, I, it's. I don't know why like zoom call versus in person uh, somehow makes this like, Hey man, we need you to fly out to Toronto uh, to tell us the exact same thing that you would say over the phone. Stupid. It's so dumb. Like it's, it's player safety is an absolute fucking joke, but in any case, um, yeah, after looking over this hit and seeing what we've got, uh, running it through the dusty bender suspension test, right? Like first off, did it happen? Okay. Was what was what, he was called for actually happen. It wasn't like something that was misconstrued or it looks bad when it really wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that you and I can both agree. Yes, it did happen. Um, there, yeah. there was pretty blatant head contact on this hit, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, second up is what is it? Uh, it's did it happen? Uh, oh, malicious intent. So, so mm-hmm. did he mean to do that? Yeah. And uh, I think you and I, again, are both on the same side of the fence here uh no no he absolutely right. this was not a malicious hit he didn't leave his feet um wasn't trying to injure uh he was going pretty for a very hard but pretty standard body check at mid ice yeah i mean he he you can see him almost pull up right i mean by the time he hits the boards he is standing straight up like oh fuck that was that wasn't good right like right achari just blew his own head up into my shoulder um yeah so i there was there was no intent i think i think the original intent was yeah here comes a guy up the ice with the puck let me hit him and he could he could tell quick enough that you know this this wasn't going to end well so um yeah i don't think there's any intent there i don't think so either it's i mean based on what you can based on what you can see um i don't i don't think that there was anything like that um hit play on that there we go um yeah so you know he comes with the board it's oh this is the I think this is the before sequence. Um, but so, but, I mean, what's, what's the, what's our third one here, right? We, we, you know, our third one is injury injury, right? Was the, was the player injured? And yeah, here we go right here. Oh, oh, yeah. So from, from this angle, from that angle and the optics, like it, it looks bad. Yeah. He's balder than I thought he would be way um, balder. Like he's, he's Phil Kessel level bald. He, uh, it's hard to do. Dead. But, yeah, he's, he's he's making his way there. Oh, he's got oh, yeah. he's got real bad. Little, yeah, he's he, he's seeing stars. Yeah, I mean yeah. you can see it when yeah. he first he first gets hit, right? And then he's kind of like spinning around on the fucking ice. He's he's not looking good. See, um, yeah, and reports out of Pittsburgh, he's out two games with a concussion. So well, was was injured on the play, and it could be yeah. longer. So yeah, um, right. NHL, you know, uh, it's so it, it's. It's right. It's two different things, right? Like it's what we think should happen versus what we actually thought was going to happen. Um, humble brag. I, I called dead on the money three games, um, especially after they said that it was going to be a phone interview. I knew there in were that, some... You were in that dart game, huh? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, you, were, um, you were live feed into their fucking their wheel. <laughs> that's right. It was just standing next to it like is the wheel of fortune. <laughs> you spun it, right? That's right. I yeah. spun the wheel, baby. There you go. Um, yeah, you know, even, even like instant reactions, there are people like 10 games. It's like, okay, like 
yeah okay. let's let's take a chill pill here real quick yeah uh it's so again going off of it you know the first one was like was there head contact yes um but you could make an you can make an argument here that the head contact kind of occurred because of him you know yeah I, the player i mean when when they when they go back i think eventually we'll go <laughs> eventually we'll see the hit but um kind of falling forward right and is is already a low center of gravity you know so he's I, off balance i, I don't yeah, I don't want to blame stuff on the on the player that gets hurt, right? But uh, his head was yeah, even right? up, like he saw it coming. Uh yeah. Oh, he's out right there, dude. Oh fuck. Look, his head's up, like he sees the guy. He just he's like falling forward almost. You're right, like you yeah. said. The center of the gravity is just like not. I don't know. He's yeah, that angle. That doesn't... Yeah, and, and and I and I think yeah, there's a lot of things that go that come into play there, right? He's falling forward. His you know essentially he's trying to poke check the puck and then at the last second comes back up it could have been even worse right because of where his head was um but there you know but but at the same time right that stuff happens so damn fast it's it's very difficult to tell so i you know i think i think and and this is something that uh aaron can probably touch on because he brought it up but i think realistically a one game is is appropriate right because the, you know, this is this is one of those things, you know, it's it's so it's With, it's very accidental. Right. He, he kind of oh, yeah, he just he braces like Dylan braces himself. Right. I think I think it's yep. more of, you know, oh, this is not going to this isn't going to go well. And right. And to be honest with you, it's more of he also is going to play the puck. Right. He yep. does go and play the puck. He's just much bigger achari's head is right at fucking shoulder level and that you know and he's falling forward and realistically dylan also still has the ability to be in that part of the ice right so there's there's a lot of different things that go into this to where it's not a 10 game suspension if you were yelling 10 game suspension just go look at gallagher's and 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 tell me which one's worse right so you know i i yeah that's the frustrating part about this right like yeah. We always want to look at these in the context. Like you said, you brought up Brendan Gallagher because that's, you know, that's the most recent one. That's also a headshot. Mm-hmm. Um, like we god, yearn not even to looking. Oh my god, sorry. We're he's yearning to like want to compare this to other things so you can kind of get. You, we want to put logic to this, and that's the problem. Is that NHL player safety does not like it's every incident is taken in a bubble without context, and it's it's frustrating to people like you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that's the other thing I you only notice from from basically staring at Dylan's ass. Right. So staring at it north, north, south. Yeah. Achari does see him at the last second, but he's so damn like he's basically the only thing he can do is lift his head up and he starts to kind of move towards the center of the ice, whereas Dylan is basically coming towards the boards. So basically his head is out like this. He is trying to twist inside there's really there's nothing dylan can do i mean it's, no. it's he's just it, it, every he had already committed the to the hit perfect he already storm. committed yeah. to the hit he knew that the timing was kind of going to be off and you can even see him kind of stand up to be like oh i don't i'm not going to put my oh, full fuck. weight yeah like oh yeah, i'm not I mean, going to try to he could have murdered the dude I mean, he fuck. literally could have taken his fucking head off right. so yeah i, I mean i think i almost did but right 
it ended up anyway. So all things considered, and I think also, you know, the, the helmet popping off just makes it look even more horrible. And the, um, and the blood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think all things considered, um, this is probably again in a bubble. Uh, two to three is probably merited just because of what happened. Not necessarily because, you know, like he can't just be like, I didn't mean to, you know, that happens in the NHL all the time where people do like, you know, I would say probably half a trips, you know, are sometimes not meant to, or their embellishments. Um, in this particular case, like, you know, the guy got a conky. There's no getting around that. Um, you did initiate the hit. So you, you, he's, he's still guilty at the end of the day. Um, but you know, the maliciousness I don't think was there. So, um, but I think, I mean, we, we basically brushed through Bedard's hit, yeah. right? Yeah. That yeah. very similar, right? I think the only, the only difference there is yeah, so the Bedard only was, about that. yeah, I mean, but the, the only difference there is Bedard is standing up and shoulder is the initial part of contact, yeah. right? But but Bedard's skating. Noel Chari is essentially falling, right? So so to me, with that non-suspension, right, compared to Gallagher's hit, which should have been plenty more than five, oh, right? God. I don't know how you know how how are how is Peros and and you know the DOP looking at that's 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 the problem is they they're not looking at they're not situations that could potentially be similar whereas they don't want to they don't want to set themselves up for precedence Uh, i just they don't want to be like oh we set a precedent we set a precedent with hit a so we don't want but we don't want hit a you know our ruling on hit a to affect our ruling on hit b they don't want that but you do you take it as frustrating that's stupid and dylan was assessed a match penalty like he missed half the game Right. Like it, it was, so he was thrown out. He was thrown out of the game for the hit. Right. And, and that, that didn't seem to play into the, into the ruling much at all. No, to me, to me, that's based on context and whatever. Like I would say, like, if I was ruling that it's, it's that misconduct and a game and that's it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think it was you, Aaron, that said like a game to two, maybe. I think, yep. I think that's two, two, yeah. even to me seems a little seems high. out there. I mean, you know, I, I think one is one is probably where they would have landed at. It's just little dude falls into big guy and yep. runs his head into his fucking body. Right? I mean, it's yep. essentially what it is. Yep. So it's just it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it is what I, it is. I was going to say there there is no knowing it. It's the fucking Department of Public yeah. Safety. Like, yeah, what's there what's is no lo- there's no logic to any of this. It's crazy. Yeah. Craziness. Yep. All right. Uh, speaking of injuries, uh, we got to talk about uh, Mikhail Sergachev. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, poor guy, you know, has been battling injuries for quite a while now, right? Yeah. I think, first yeah. game back since December. Oh, fuck. God. So yeah, he'd fuck. been out since December 19th with a lower body injury. What a what a just shitty situation. And broke it. Yeah. So yeah. So to, to fall in line there. Fractured both the tibia and the fibula in his first game back. Yep. Good fuck, dude. Unbelievable. And just a nothing. Like, it really is a nothing hit, essentially. Oh, God. Yeah, that, so that play happens dude. 500 times a game. Yeah. yeah, man. And be, But he comes back and he's just fucking like, oh, my God. Tibia and fibia is just... It that is the sucks. most... Like, he even came out with, like, a Twitter post, like, saying, like... Like, this is just 
he was basically venting, which, you know, right. Good for him. You know, like at this point, fuck, that was just, it's, it's just such a wacky, bizarre play. Yeah. Here's everybody coming out on the ice. Yeah. I mean, um, fuck, he can't, he can't skate off. <laughs> you know, no. yeah. <laughs> those things are fucking snapped. Uh, yeah. When they, when they do show the replay, it's, it's yeah. Like you're saying, it's just so it's, it just happens all the time. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's very, it, you know, in a less severe way, it's um, what's his face getting cut, you know? Um, yeah. Fantilly. By McCarr. Yeah. Yeah. Fantilly, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a very similar situation where, you know, that play happens, you know, like a bunch of times a game and happens no injuries, every day yeah. and with no injuries. It just doesn't happen. So um, it, it does suck. God, it just does seem like it, especially so lucky, our man. especially our sport. It definitely seems like the injury bug really haunts some players. You know, like there are guys yeah. that play their entire career without experiencing a serious injury. You know, these we hear about these Iron Man streaks like fucking Phil Gessel, you know, like here we go. There's the replay. Um, this is oh just leg placement is just oh fuck yeah oh that hurts that hurts all right i can only watch it once okay oh that fucking hurts um yeah yeah i and that's the that's the thing uh what do you what do you even do it's just part of the game it's just there's no there's nothing you know what what do they wrap them in bubble wrap you know what i mean right. like there's yeah, just there's well, nothing that and, you can actually do there right and this one this one's not even like uh like oh fantelli's like or yeah fantelli's like oh yeah i wasn't wearing my cut proof like there's there's no amount right. of padding that's going to stop that like that is just a weird fucking wacky play and, unless he wants to fucking duct tape his ankles straight like it's just not gonna yeah, happen that's where we're at duct taping her ankles yeah maybe that's the next move all right well i I made the very I'm not I'm not even going to mention the brand name because I'm so upset with them. But that one year that I won fantasy hockey, I bought you you know which ones I'm talking about. I bought some very nice rollerblades that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. have a have a gimmick where they they rock back and forth. Again, yeah. I'm not giving them a free plug on here because I'm, I'm very upset with the product. But um, I've, I've literally had those skates for since I won that fantasy league like three, four years ago. And uh, they still give my feet fucking blisters. And I still yeah. have to, I still have to, I, I literally will put on the thinnest socks I've got and then duct tape my fucking feet. Good God. Just Jesus. to avoid, it's, they're, they're, the, they're like, the, the boot was not made for humans. Maybe you just, yeah, maybe it's just time to retire those. It's, I mean, if you're I at the point too much, where you're, I spent too much money on them, I can't just retire them. <laughs> duct taping your bloody fucking feet. Dude, I think, you know, you can, you can go online and get some fucking CCM ones for like a hundred bucks. I think you'd be all right. I know, I know. And I, and I won't admit defeat. Like, I've, I've, <laughs> I won't do it. I, I just, one more, like, every time I put them on, I'm like, maybe today's the day that I finally broken these in. <laughs> like, the days like four day. years later. <laughs> Oh, today's the day. final last gonna, words man i'm just gonna wear i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap my feet in sandpaper and just wear yeah. away the inside to where my foot just go. floats and then, yeah, and then i don't get any more fucking blisters yeah just throw a fucking towel in there or something <laughs> good god shit uh well okay. speaking speaking of reverse hitting we we did have some news that came out about reverse hitting at the gm's meeting yeah the circuit thing is kind of put this at center 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 stage right so yeah we we discussed this one a little bit 
I just, I mean, I, like, I guess what's your take on this chance? Like, what are we thinking as as GMs, rage. you know, bringing this up? Like, I just, I, to me, rage. I don't understand why we're even talking about this. Yeah, rage, rage is the first thing that I feel uh, yeah. when, that we're even talking about. The, it's it's the ridiculousness of even talking about a way to ban reverse hits is just, like it's I, I, we talked about that in the text chat. That's like that's like a murderer breaking into your house and you get the drop on him and kill him before he kills you, and then you go to jail. Like, it's the reverse hit is quite literally a defensive move. Like, you can't you can't offensively reverse hit someone. Like, right. it's, it's literally there. Like, you see a hit coming. That guy has already committed to the hit. Like, first off, first mistake on the hitter. Like, he's overcommitted to the hit. You see it. And you fucking lay him out. So you don't get laid out. Like it's it's right. quite literally by nature a defensive maneuver on the ice. And if you get reverse hit, like that's on you, bro. Yeah. Sorry. The only the only thing so so our note on this is basically they're looking at it similar similar to slashing and cross checking, right? So quite trying to crack down on on something like that. If the the only the only argument I could potentially see is there there is a slight fine line with interference right so if, if you're sure. if you're looking at this at all which but i don't then know it's an why we are call. then it's interference right so but yeah. but you know they're they're looking at it it sounds like to crack down how they have previously with slashing how they have previously with cross-checking right where it's like this is a this is a fucking epidemic so let's let's bring this up. They're just bored, dude. Like yeah. GMs, GMs don't have like this just happened. And they're like, well, more people are going to break their tibia and fibula if we keep letting this fucking go. Right. So it's just so like, just so reactionary. Whereas, yes. yeah, to your point, it's defensive play. Right. You're you're trying to come fuck me up. I'm going to fuck you up first. Right. Dude. Like, 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 you come can't, on, man. You can't do a reverse hit unless someone is trying to hit you. Like it just does like you meant and you mentioned like the, the rare example of like interference, like, okay, yeah, maybe I get my body in the way and a guy's skating to the puck and I kind of like, cause the, then it's not even reverse hit. Like you're hitting him to keep him right. from getting to the puck and that's interference, right? Like a true reverse hit is you have the puck or, or, or say you don't even have the puck. Say you don't have the puck regardless in either case, whether it's a legal hit or a, a, an illegal hit, someone's coming after you and trying to put you on your ass. Someone's trying to clean your clock. Right. That's when you can throw a reverse hit. And and we're we're also casually talking about it like it's a button on a fucking PlayStation 5 controller. Like, oh sure. yeah, these players can just throw reverse hits. Like it's not easy to do. We always know. Yeah, we always yeah. know when they're coming. Yeah. Right, always. Like it, it, the reverse hit is not easy to do. And more often than not, like yeah, it happens a lot in a game, but more often than not, a reverse hit is something you don't even like you don't even pick up on it. Like it's just something to bounce the player off and then they yeah. both go back to the play. Like it's more often than not, a reverse hit is very basic and almost kind of like just it can be misconstrued as just a scrum or, you know, like, you know, battling yeah. for puck control. Yeah, you're just b bracing for contact, right? Like the like the the alternative is exactly. you know, like Luke Hughes has had this a couple of times this year where he's going into the corner, he sees the guy and doesn't brace for contact and then just gets destroyed, right? Yeah. Like right. you you're you're in those positions, the guy's coming behind you, you have to like brace for some level of contact and you don't know 
like he sees Sergachev like flying at him, right? Like there's going to be a good amount of force that you have to brace for so that you don't go head first into the boards. Like it's yeah. preservation as much as anything. Right. Yeah. So yeah, to, to that point, right. We should be encouraging yes. the reverse hit instead of looking to, to, to get after people about it. Right. Because right. yeah, that's a great point, Aaron, because we've literally had multiple situations as much as people are pissed about the cousins hit. Right. Good. Branson probably should have braced for that a little more. Right. Like, you know, we just we can't say that shit and then, you know, go back. And because we have, you know, one of these situations that kind of turns out freak accident the other direction. And we instantly say this is this is bad. This is worse than Luke Hughes getting blown the fuck up from behind. Right. Like, it's just no, we should be encouraging the quote unquote reverse hit or just literally fucking defending yourself and we're we're looking at it as we're cross-checking people in the ribs like that's just that's crazy to me right to your point to your point on that like cross-checking and like you were saying like you know the cross the the crackdown on on slashing and cross-checking like do we see baseball swings like we used to see back in the 90s and 80s no not necessarily not as much anymore um truma but you know you're right but um cross-checking is fucking alive and well in the nhl like hell yeah alive and well like in fact it's it's the preferred move like if you're down below the goal line like if you're down in below front the of the net there's, yeah oh yeah if if there's you're a scrum lumber, yeah if yeah. there's a scrum in the corner or something like that with like three or four guys and you are the closest to the puck you are getting cross-checking the fucking kidney like it's happening sure. Yeah, ask Pearl Kaprizov if cross-checking is still in the game. Yeah, like hundred percent. So <laughs> or Hartman, right? <laughs> like, I, it, yeah. It's so I, maybe maybe it's like we're issuing a warning to the NHL. Like, pick your battles on what you're going to actually do and what you can do. Like at the end of the day, like you know, if if there was a true institutional ban on fighting, could they probably get away with it? Maybe, maybe, but like cross-checking in that not like they've tried they've tried to limit it and it's still in the like it's one of those things that it happens so often that you just can't call it all the time otherwise there'd be a perpetual power play yeah yeah so it, there's these things that stay in the game and i think it's that way that that's it with reverse hitting like even you m- might not even mean to do it like it might be just instinctual like you see somebody coming in your first instinct to somebody coming up to clean your clock is to, to defend yourself you know yeah if, especially if you see it coming so I don't know. I just don't see much merit into that. It's it's probably them. They don't like it, but at the same time, what what the fuck are you gonna do about it? Yeah, I I got I got a quick little story about reverse hitting. I got absolutely blown up in in the offensive zone one game, mm-hmm. so I'm just chirping the ref all the way down the fucking ice, and the other team goes. You know, I couldn't get back in time, so the other team goes down and fucking scores. Well, <laughs> this motherfucker cuts right, fr- you know, from from way on the boards and cuts right into me. And so he fucking, like, I catch him out of my eye at the last second. I'm thinking it's just a fucking dude on the other team. And I fucking laid his ass out, dude. Was I on the Shocked out of the game. Was I at that game? No, no, no. This was up in, this was in Kenai, Alaska. This was. Oh, I thought you were talking about our our latest Moscow tournament where you fucking wanted to kill somebody. Oh, yeah. That guy hacked me in the fucking ankle. That's right. Literally, I gave him, like, just a normal face-off shoulder. Like, what are we doing? No, that was that was a fun one. I got I got thrown I got tossed from that game for hitting a ref. No. He scared the shit out of me, and I fucking I thought he was on the other team. So I just just fucking you know just the natural reaction. Oh that. shit! All right, that. dude. You, you know what, Chance? Yes. 
bring something back we haven't talked about in a little bit because we're, we're yeah. jumping back into this, right? So, hell yeah. Uh, we are degenerates like most of you and love to throw some money down on some hockey. So, we do. Uh, we we're going to we're going to kind of jump back into this a little bit. So, let me pull up this these odds. This is these are the odds for tomorrow. And I want you, you know, I, I want to get your opinion on some of these. I think there's some good lines on here. This I, is from DraftKings Sportsbooks for everybody who's asking. That's right. Yes, uh, because we are we are indeed sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, in a roundabout way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, even looking at and it because these odds only go out to a certain amount of days. So like I could even, you know, I'll we'll give tips based on even like looking at the NHL, you know, we're usually pretty good at guessing these things on, you know, what the line's going to be and whatnot. So right. um, we can, we can give uh, in the immediate stuff that we do have Taylor. Is there anything standing out to you? We've got uh, talking about Friday's games. Um, God, I'm looking at, there's not too many. We've only got three, right? Yeah. It's just, just Pittsburgh versus Minnesota. You got Rangers, Blackhawks, and then Edmonton and ducks. Okay. So, um, um I, I really like the over in uh, the Edmonton Anaheim game. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that one, too. I was uh, that's I wish it wasn't six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. The line on that is we, we uh, let's let's share that. Yeah, oh, there we go. There we go. Um, gotcha. I, I do like the over on that. Um, yeah, six and a half is rough. Uh, Rangers Blackhawks. Fuck. I mean, you, you almost you're Nine and a half. That's, that's one of those fake ones where you're like really tempted to bet the over on that because in theory it's, it's like, yeah, it's the yeah. Chicago Blackhawks and fucking Panarin could go off for three goals. Um, so th- th- that is probably tempting. I would look at the overs as well. Um, Pittsburgh. Is, Wild, that one, would... is that one you'd think about doing the puck line on? Mm, uh, for the Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah they're, saying, oh, they're right? the Rangers are absolutely going to win that game more than two. Yeah. But, that's the only way you would make any sort of money on that game because betting the money line on the Rangers on that game is not going to net you anything. Right. 300 ish. 300. Almost minus 300. God, the amount of money you'd have to put down to really gain anything. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, random black. See, that's, that's where, that's where I get into trouble is because I'm fucking, I'm an idiot, dude. I literally jump in there. I'm like, like dude, Blackhawks plus two forty. Let's go. Throw ten bucks on that sucker. Let's go. Yeah, it's too good. Value's way yeah, too good too on that. Good. What what idiot in Vegas? <laughs> those those dumb bookies. They don't know anything. Dumbasses. Teach Funny. them. Um. Yeah. I, so uh, yeah. If I'm if I'm throwing down money tomorrow, I'm definitely taking. Uh, I like. You know what? I think I convinced myself. I like the over in the Rangers Blackhawks game. Uh, mm-hmm. And you've convinced me. Puck line on uh, on that game as well. I think yeah. you could also. I could probably convince myself to do the under in the Pittsburgh wild game. Um, Jari has yeah. been playing quite well and Minnesota's offensive power is not so great. So that game could easily end, you know, three to one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, for two pushes, right? So yeah, I, I don't mind that one. Yep. Uh, but that, you know, that's, that's the problem with those games is, you know, I, see that, that's why I like seeing the half lines. Yeah. Right. Is because I feel like there's, you know, that's that's kind of more of a steady line. Whereas that yep. six is like, that six is like, man, you know, it, they could they could blow each other up and, pl- and play a sure. seven six game, right? So, sure. um, yeah. I I and, and then I think I think the other ones that I'm I'm probably looking at. Duck's been playing a little bit better hockey, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think I think that the game Oilers probably, are. 
You think the, the, the Oilers are in for another 10 game losing streak now that the, Dude, the streak I'm is telling you, you know, we see this all the time, right? You break 16. What is it? Six. They, they did win 16, right? Yep. Something like that. So you, you, you saw 16. They could go on a little, little bit of a cold streak. Is it going to happen against the Ducks? Probably not, but uh, you know, yeah, I, I think, I think that's, that's yeah, it's one if you're feeling ballsy. I think that the target for Friday as this comes out on Friday is probably that Rangers game. So yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um Taylor, you want to pull up while I while I you know kind of guess on Saturday's games, you want to pull up uh DraftKings is Stanley Cup odds? Yeah, real quick. That. We haven't we haven't talked about that in a hot second. Um looking at Saturday, uh, because we're we're still in that weird bye week, you know, because some teams just aren't playing um because of the all-star break. We're kind of phasing that out finally. Um, kind of looking at the Saturday games docket, uh, the things that kind of scream out to me, uh, you know, the senator, it's the Maple Leafs. And when they play rivalry teams or games that are kind of important, they usually lose these types of things. Um, so I I can't like I, I know the lines aren't out yet, obviously. But um, like if I'm looking at underdog bets, uh, the Senators be- beating the Maple Leafs, I I would definitely keep an eye on, uh, mm-hmm. maybe throw a little bit of money at. And then um, as far as I, I'm not, you know, hockey can be random sometimes in any team, not random, but any team's got a shot on any given night. So I'm more of an over under better. Um, it's it's. Yeah. It's it's more like 80 20 for me. Usually when I throw money down, it's it's 80 percent and under over. And then every once in a while, I'll, I'll feel like if I'm real confident in a team, I'll throw money on a team. But uh, yeah. so I'm an over under better more often than not. I, the Red Wings Canucks game screams over to me. Um, and also uh, the Lightning Blue Jackets. That game also screams over to me. Yeah, I mean, shit. Lightning went over tonight with the Islanders. Yep. So, yep. Um, you see any games for Saturday? Um, other than what I brought up. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I kind of like the Coyotes. I, Coyotes, Coyotes have kind of been quiet, right? We haven't seen a ton of scoring from them, so I think the the Preds might be one of those games where the, both those teams it, and even the Preds have been a little quiet in the goal scoring department. So, sure. I think you know you could you could potentially see them going off. Um. Yeah, but I think I think you pick some good ones. I think, you know, Kraken Flyers. I think you you know, we just you don't know what kind of game you're gonna get. Are you gonna get Joey standing on his fucking head, or are you gonna get the Joey, has been, Joey has been playing? You know, a sneaky under bet. Like if the line is okay, like if it's sure. a six 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 and a half, um, a sneaky under bet for that Kraken Flyers game. I I could see that. Um, yeah, you know, the Kraken aren't necessarily they've they've seemed uh, and as we didn't get to talk about it in this in this episode, but. Uh, you know, an article came out recently, to kind of praising you know the Kraken getting better at defensive play. Um, seems like they've recommitted to that, and that that's probably something good. Um, little little play is that a playoff rematch up between the Kings and the Oilers? Yeah, that could be an yeah. interesting game. I don't and, I, from and... a gambling perspective, I probably would avoid this game. Uh, too many, yeah. too many, but it'll be fun from an entertainment perspective. So many variables in that game, dude. Yeah, I don't, I, you know. I would avoid they, that. That's, that's I think from a news standpoint, right? They brought in DJ Smith for assistant something, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, he's an assistant coach. Did we talk assistant about coach. did we talk about LA losing a coach? No, I think I think we talked about it in the in the live stream, but I don't know that's if we right. to the McClellan stuff. But yeah, that's McClellan right. Well that's the, that's the, pretty important. Hook. We could probably end on that, honestly. Sure. Um yeah, I honestly like I might be in the minority on this, but 
it's I don't know. I think firing McClellan might have been might be an overreaction here. Like, yes, I know the Kings are on a skid, but I don't I don't know if it's like I don't know. Like the, the level for me to get fired is pretty low and unless or pretty high. Like I, you know, Minnesota is bad. They needed a coaching change. Edmonton was, you know, spiraling. They needed a coaching change. I just like the Kings were not playing well, but to me, they weren't like they weren't oh and ten. You know, they were like three, five, and two or something like that. Like to me, that's just not doing well right now, and we need to turn it around, kind of thing. Not a let's fire the coach. So um, I don't know. I feel like he's coaches are always famously scapegoats. Like you can't you can't get rid of the guys that you're you can't get rid of PLD. You know, as easily as you right. can Todd McClellan. So that's what they've done. But uh, yeah, is this is this a situation where the coach is kind of the sacrificial lamb in the sense that it's not really his fault. The team's not doing well. Uh, I mean, from a GM stamp, from, from Rob Blake's standpoint, he's built the team that he wants. Right. Sure. And and we saw that success at the beginning of the season to where in his mind, right. What, what is, what has happened? Right. And there's a good chance that, you know, potentially, it's McClellan, right? You know, there's there's something going on that that he's kind of from what was working at the beginning of the season isn't working now, right? And and you know, I just feel like he didn't have much runway. Like there has to be more to the story because like it, it wasn't it wasn't that long of a skid, and it wasn't that bad of a. It was a skid. Not I mean, no, it's, no denying, and it. it's still going, right? I mean, That's, like they, right, you know, they've, like, been, they've been struggling for a good, you know, like. How about how about the grossly overpaid like first line center you're supposed to have? And, Why don't you look at tendy, that? Right. I mean, we're we're fully on to David Riddick as your as your starting right. goaltender. And right? who could have possibly who could have possibly seen this coming? <laughs> uh, I can't I can't <laughs> quite reach your back, but I would pat it if I had. God damn! Not to not to stroke my own dick here, but Jesus Christ! Like, I, who could have possibly seen? that a goalie tandem of Cam Talbot and Phoenix Copley wasn't going to pan out. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, well, yeah, I don't know. I, it, this is something it's, it's funny because Biz even brought this up, right? The amount of just turmoil when it comes to coaching, right? I mean, Barube, right? McClellan. We're just, we're seeing these, you know, still D, doesn't DJ, have a job, by DJ the way. probably deserved it. No, it's, it's been is, almost half the league since the end of last season, right? Like it's like yeah, 13 it's coaches. Like it's, there's a insane. ton of, ton of turnover. There was, Which, there was someone put out the graphic of, of the, the coaches that still have their job. Right. And it's basically like since, since whatever years those were, it was, it's basically like Coop, Brindamore and, and Sheldon Keith. Out, you know, yeah, and, Keith, and Keith, which is fucking fucked up, but yeah. yeah. And that's in That's, I mean, Keith's only been there what, five years. Yeah, and he's right? one of the most tenured coaches in the league at this point. That's insanity, dude. That's just a ton of turnover to where, you know, I mean, we don't see the Joel Quinville's anymore. We don't see, you know, we don't see those runs of coaches just kind of having a nice long leash because Coop. Coop I mean, yeah, Coop and Brindamore, right? But, but Coop's I mean, been, but Coop's been in the playoffs basically for the last what, 12, 13 years? Sure. Yeah, a couple give of misses here and there. You know, but... give it. Yeah, he had that. They had that one weird year where they didn't make the playoffs Injury, after uh, just all injuries. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the dude's got, uh, there's a consistent track record there of making the playoffs. And at the end of the day, you can't blame, I don't know. It's coach is always the first to go. Coach is always a sacrificial lamb. If something's not going because you're trying to, even if like you would 
blatantly admit that it's not the coach's fault. The team is doing bad. You're trying to shake things up, right? Um, right. That's what Min- that's what Minnesota tried to do and have continued yeah. to. Christ, as we as we look yeah. at this, as we look at the standings right here on the screen, uh, as I have it positioned at the moment, Minnesota is not on this screen. So does not exist. Yeah, it's they're they're not I, in it. I think what's interesting about this, the Kings, though, is they like three, I five mean, and they, two, three, five and two is not good, but it's not oh and oh, oh and ten. Well, I think it's just very rare that we see this right, this trajectory for firing a coach. Right, yeah. started off the season so damn hot. Yeah. Really, are just kind of going through a midseason slump, right? You know, that's sure. that's that's over. You can overcome that, right? And they are still technically in a playoff spot, and yeah. just said "fucking see ya," right? right? And that's that's bizarre, dude. To me, so I mean, a shake up, a shake up, yeah, a shake up, sure, but a shake up is Rob Blake saying, "Get fucking Brant Clark some ice time." You know, sure. don't even play Talbot. Continue to play Riddick, right? right? You know, move those lines around. Maybe, you know, Quentin Byfield's one of the only guys that's fucking going. But, you know, move some of those move some of those forward groups around, right? Move PLD down to the fourth line. Fucking bench his ass. Put his yeah, ass in the rafters for a game or two, right? You know, there's there's other things that you can do for a midseason slump for a playoff team. It's mm-hmm. just, I, I do think it's a weird, weird setup, but I think... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Unless unless McClellan went to Blake and was just like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I'm tired of it. Maybe. You know, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So, I just I, I it's, it's weird. And and this is kind of going like again, not to not to refer back to predictions that we've made early on in the season, but like, I just don't. I I don't know where all. I will freely admit that LA is on an upward trajectory. Like their their pipeline is too good for them not to be good in you know one to three years. Like right. for sure. Um, they're on the up and up They're they are a goalie and some center depth away from, from having, a, you know, a, as far as rebuilds and retoolings go, I think LA is playing it quite well. It's just, the problem is, is that they overachieved early in the season and everybody thought, Oh, they're fucking back. Whereas in reality, I think we need to realize like, you know, what was it? Two, three years ago, LA was in a full rebuild. Yeah. And yep. was not even was not even in really a conversation to be competing up for, for a playoff spot. So um, I think context is pretty important here. Uh, you know, kudos to Rob Blake for trying to advance the rebuild, get things going quicker. So you're not mirrored, you know, mired in a, you know, eight year rebuild like the fucking Sabres or the, or the Red Wings. Um, so kudos to that for sure. And and the pipeline is going you're going to get enough talent on that team to where it's, it's going to be great. It's just. Um, I don't know. You're still missing key pieces on this team for it to be a true competitor. Yeah, I think I think there's there's some room for improvement on the back end, right? So, yeah, and um, and because of it, I I think now they might have understood that that's well. I don't know. You know, if if McClellan would have stayed and they missed the playoffs or something, I think that maybe would have been indicative of like, okay, you know, maybe not this year's not our year. Uh, we'll we'll go, but. I don't know. Do you think that they do something stupid and try to make a move at the deadline? Do you think that they do they double down on what their first part of the season was or do they kind of realize what they actually are and be more a little more realistic? I think the coach, whatever they do behind the bench is indicative of what they're going to do at the deadline. There's there's been very quiet rumors and and. Aaron can maybe, you know, substantiate these a little bit, but there have been very quiet rumors that they've been looking, kicking tires for a goalie. 
but you know, half the fucking league is kicking tires on goalies. Sure. Um, but I, I think there has been like some quiet rumors of like when they were doing well, they were in the goalie market. And now that they've cooled, you know, maybe they, I, I don't think that they're necessarily going to be sellers, but well, I mean, I don't know if somebody made an offer on PLD, but who the fuck wants PLD? Just um, bring Jonathan quick back, baby. Oh man. <laughs> We it's that's another thing that at least requires a mention. Like the guy is having a goddamn renaissance. He's out. He's out playing one of the best goalies in the world. And to that point that you just made, I know you're not necessarily a Kings fan, but like, I, you know, I don't think quick gets the praise that he deserves. The guy is a two time Stanley cup winning goalie. Uh, in many years backstopped a team that didn't necessarily have, you know, other than Anze Kopitar, didn't necessarily have like Andrew Doughty, of course. Um, didn't have like true blue stars. Uh, the guy is guy's psycho mode right now. He's out playing Shesterkin, which is nuts. I never thought I would hear that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah I, yeah. I'm pulling back to the Kings. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I think you know what what they do behind the bench is definitely gonna gonna tell me, right? I don't think they're um, sellers. I don't think they're sellers, but. I'd be curious yeah. to see if they're buyers like that would be very interesting to me if they actually said, fuck it, let's just go for it. You bring and... in Craig Berube, you're buying, dude. But, they're not but DJ but... fucking Smith. I don't, yes. I don't know. Like, I don't know what they're doing if they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just bring in the guy who didn't do jack shit. Sure. Uh, and hopefully it works. Reunited with Cam Talbot, you know, <laughs> Cam yeah, Talbot yeah, played exactly. so, yeah, he played so well buddy. in Ottawa. Uh, get him going again and 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 if there's any kings fans listening like the the saving grace here is that the teams below them are not necessarily moving like you know the the blues got on a hot streak they're six three and one you know they had the five game win streak but now it seems like they're still a negative 12 goal differential like i don't i don't take the blues seriously really um the the predators are you know four five and one like they're they're gonna play 500 hockey the rest of the year and that might get them in um the flames seem like they have a little bit of life the kraken are i don't the kraken are fake good i i don't i don't necessarily believe in them but we'll see uh they're all tech they're all technically in it so um i don't know I, that's their saving their saving grace is that they're not necessarily getting like no one's really nipping on their heels if that makes any sense yeah sure yeah, Money Puck still has them as like an eighty percent to make the playoffs. Like they're, it's yeah, That's it's not weird. necessarily because That's they're weird. playing really well. It's just because no one, no one's really threatening them. Like there's no one really below the the wild card line that I see making a massive fucking. Not to be a homer about it, but you know, I it could Seattle come alive in the last half and maybe do what they did last. Maybe like. I, it's the talent is there. The, the team is mostly the same from last year. So um, yeah. theoretically it's possible. Look out for Calgary. Ooh, you think you think I think so. They they're, big time, March... they're big time yeah. sellers, man. I don't know, man. I think, I think Lindholm was more of a tactical move. Uh, Hannafin's out I'm getting Hannafin's out. Markstrom's gone, but they got, think... they got guys in the wings though, man. Yeah. Oh, they got, the they future's got, they got right. players. But... I think this, I think they're going to write this year off. I don't, I mean, you know, even if they sneak Let's into see. the playoffs, what are they going to do? I think, I think they got two wins. So I think I got two wins since the, since the break, right? Look out. All right. I mean, I'm not going to, of the Canadian teams that are there, I, I definitely like the, 
Flames. I wish they did. I wish they beat fucking Edmonton, but they don't. So, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Let's wrap it. All right. Well, folks, we appreciate you guys listening in. Please subscribe to us on uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, check us out on Twitter and Facebook. We're pretty active on those. Uh, sometime in the not-too-distant future, you can find us on TikTok, uh, oh. making some content and doing some really cringy shit. Uh, can't wait for that. That's oh, going to yeah. be real fun. Chance is going to do all the dances. Absolutely. Yeah, chance is a dancer. Uh, all the spontaneous dances. Ooh, chances dances. Okay, open up a dance studio. There it is. We got too many. We got too many fucking money maker ideas on this show. Um, And also, uh, keep an eye. That's right. Uh, Keep an eye out. uh, Keep an eye out on our Facebook and Twitter because we'll be announcing when we're doing our live streams. Uh, You can check us out. uh, We'll be jumping on the the THP and the Hockey Podcast Network live streams. uh, Probably, if it's up to us and everything goes according to plan, at least once a week. So, if you enjoy watching watching some hockey with us. Uh, keep an eye out for those and jump along. Right on, sweet. All right, everybody. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.